The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com. <laughs> Steve and Larson, I'm sorry. In our Twitch chat, brain dead by default. Just hell, it cracked me up. <laughs> We're studying. We're doing our studying right now at the very last minute for Quizlemania tomorrow at 1 p.m. live on the YouTube channel Parts Fun Known. Yeah. I am looking forward to this so much. It's tag the tag team interim championships are on the line. And we have create we've managed to create to politic our way into a new faction, a new faction, the Church of Friendos. So you, Larson, me, Steve here, Queen of the Ring, Alex, Kayla Vision are all teaming up so that if they win, we win. If we win, not gonna happen, they win. And if we all lose and just that's what it is. Then none of us win. Yeah. Then none of us win. Exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you just they brain dead killed me. Yeah, uh, that was so good. that was good. So it my, should my be my a lot of fun. questions the history of wrestling. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Kayla and Alex are are the only the, the two the only two people that uh, the enforcer and I have ever. Uh, invited on, welcomed into our Unsolved Mysteries house. Uh, so I'm very excited to be doing this. Obviously, Luke and Ollie, friends of ours, great people. Mm-hmm. Tempest, mm-hmm. a walking encyclopedia of wrestling knowledge. Uh, I think Pete is his partner. Uh, uh, Pete and I uh, have a little bit of history. We were a thrown together tag team on one of the episodes of Quizlemania that I was on. So I'm eager to beat those guys because I feel like Tempest is kind of the guy to beat. But Kayla... I'm sorry, uh, Alex, former Quizlemania champion herself. I think we we've got we've got some ammunition on our side on the Church of Friendos. You Very and well. I are useless, though. Yeah, that's entirely possible. <laughs> entirely unless possible. unless it's about who knows each other better. Then it's it's a gimme. Then it's ours to take. We should if, walk away that e- with this easily. It wouldn't. It would be, be should leaving people in the dust. Should. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Somehow, we actually did end up topping, coming out tops in the parts fun known poll they did on Twitter. So that's a win. Saying, who do you think is going to win this thing? And we came away with like 40%. Our Church of Joshi friends and Church of Friendos 
co-faction members uh, also clocked in with like another, I don't know, 30% or whatever. So like we have a commanding majority between the four of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of fun that's going to be. Anyways, yes. a lot of fun also. NXT tonight, Finn Balor's last match in NXT. Not confirmed oh, at all. But oh, without a doubt. But common sense. My source, the only source I need is common sense. See, we need to get a shot of him making his entrance before the main event. It's all over his face. Yeah, it is. It's all over his face. He was soaking it in. It really is. Yeah, uh, it really was. They had a packed, like for the Capitol Wrestling Center, they had a yeah. much more packed show tonight in terms of They They in. very, very immediately between the, the, the packed CWC having commentary standing out there, big fight feel Yeah, sure. for this main event. I thought the main event overall uh, delivered especially the last third of it. Man, Finn made me really think for a moment or two he had a chance. He was, I knew darn well that he did. Okay, well, here's the thing is also Cross is ready for main roster. He really is. So I was, the, the that match, the first time when Finn dodged the forearm to the back, I was like, whoa, okay. Like, I didn't see that coming. And and then I, when he really started to put it together, I was like, oh, wow, this might actually I looked, happen. I looked at the time. I was like, oh, there's seven minutes left. There's seven before, like seven o'clock. Oh, was that was, seven before? Okay, okay. Yeah, it was I pretty it was early. A, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It was a rad moment. And I was like, okay, where are they going to take this? And uh, and then like when Cross no-sold the, uh, the, the, the tope to the outside, uh, I was like, okay, interesting. But Finn just come, kept coming back. And it really was the thing where – Look, it's kind of obvious one of these guys is going up to main roster. Uh, Finn has been talking about in interviews, but even that could be the kind of thing where it's like, hey, you know, maybe in interviews drop this info because we have plans for Cross and you're going to be Mr. NXT. So you never know how they're going to do these things. Um, And maybe Vince saw Cross at some point was like, oh, I've got to get my hands on this guy because he's, you know, he's perfect for main roster. Um, But uh, but no, uh, Cross ended up uh, uh, submitting Finn Balor. He didn't tap out. He passed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so still NXT champion, the very dominant carrying cross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was booked dominant in this match because, you know, even even in the face of Finn's uh, most consistent strings of offense, at a certain point, cross would just get up and kind of no-sell it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Or really modestly sell it. So, you know, it's going to take they – found, they found a fine line between – the, in this match, I thought the booking of Cross, as we see him in his previous stuff, like the FS, FWS stuff he, in Vegas, sorry, FSW, Future Stars Wrestling, mm-hmm. in Vegas, uh, you know, the first Finn match, and then bringing in a little bit of the stuff from when he was kind of just unstoppable mm-hmm. prior to his injury. It's a it's a good balance right now. He, he, he offers up something that NXT doesn't have. Yeah. You know, is he the, the best wrestler? No. Yeah. But he's good enough to tell some effective stories in the ring, and I thought this was a pretty well-told, effective story. Yeah. That in the end, both of them looked good. They both, they both looked look great. Yeah, they both they both looked absolutely great. I thought they did that moment where uh, where the ref uh, was about to count cross out. I was believing it. I really was. And then he held his hand. I was like, oh crap. Yeah, that was good. It was a it was a great moment. It's just a really well conceived, well executed match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really loved it. Um, and you know the rest of the episode was uh, was uh, pretty decent itself. It actually moved stories quite a bit. Um, it kicked off. We'll just go right into it. Kicked off with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Shotzi Blackheart Number Moon. Um, this did you get the feeling on this match? Because like you know I, I was paying attention, but I was sort of still like settling in. This followed the same format as most of those stories. Raquel dominates. Dakota Kai kind of needs to be bailed out. I mean, they made it kind of obvious in this one, right? Dakota Kai just needed to get bailed out every single time. That's been the 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 running you know story element since pretty much Raquel and Dakota have been a tag team. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I think it's been pretty effective because no one really talks about it. You and know, like on camera, they don't mention it at all. Raquel done, is like yeah. cool with it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because commentary. They won't bring it up as a running thing, but they always notice it when it happens. And they've done such a good job of everybody performing to the degree that it might actually be kind of surprising when that finally falls apart. 
because here's the thing is generally speaking, Dakota, if her and Raquel have the advantage, has a tendency to give it up. But at the same time, she gets enough offense in during matches that it kind of masks that mm -hmm, yeah, as a yeah. running thread, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Raquel you know, seems really got to be, pay attention. Yeah, Raquel seems to be so distracted by you know, like for example, she felt disrespected by that awesome eclipse counter um, to her finish towards the end uh, before Ember eventually got the pin on Dakota Kai. That she was just steamed afterwards because of that more really than losing the match. She was like, "You're going to disrespect me. This is what happens now." And then she had Dakota Kai hold Ember Moon down while uh, Raquel completely destroyed Shotzi on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, even a couple weeks ago when they did that interview with uh, uh, Raquel and Dakota and their sort of difference in philosophies about Raquel being able to respect Mar uh, Martinez at the end of their match while Dakota Kai is fine kicking her head off and disrespecting her. It's just, hey, that's just who we are. We're different people and that's OK. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's so refreshing. I hope they don't go the standard pro wrestling trope of, oh, Dakota Kai just wants the title. She can't stand being, you know, uh, uh, in the shadow. And so yeah. she's going to go after her like that might end up being the story. But I like that they're taking a more subtle approach to it. Yes. And taking their time with it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ember and Shasti pick up the win. I guess they're next in line for tag title opportunity. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of the, the idea? I get the feeling that's the case. I think Regal might have said as such last week. That would not have surprised me. Mm -hmm. uh, terrific match. Um, yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. Um, after that, we had a Ciampa and Thatcher promo. They said they kind of got ahead of themselves calling out MSK because grizzled young veterans are still in the picture. Um, Ciampa uh, said, or sorry, uh, they got in front of them. That's fine. There are many paths. Thatcher says, now it's time to run through them. Uh, Ciampa recounts two instances where they've either had a match or had a run in. Essentially says it's tied. Uh, there's there's got to be a round three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Pete Dunn. I'm kind of surprised they just did this this week. Uh, I felt like this was going to have like another week of build. Pete Dunn versus Bobby Fish was up next. So this is kind of funny. Bob Fish has new music. Mm -hmm. Normal. I mean, that makes sense. He's not with Undisputed Air anymore. Cole, O'Reilly, Fish. All of their music sounds like discarded potential undisputed era themes. Well, that could be to a degree. Like Adam Cole's kind of vaguely sounds like undisputed era. There are some pretty distinct. I don't think Kyle O'Reilly's necessarily sounds anything like the undisputed era. The thing is, they all sound kind of generic if memory serves. But so does the undisputed eras. But it's like generic made... slash NWO. It's like what TNA probably would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, they it has that. It has that reference point, which kind of makes it a little bit more than than generic. Whereas, sure, yeah. all these songs they have now are pretty generic. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, uh, but I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's separates because that's his song sounds like a babyface theme song. Mm -hmm, yeah, you know the tempo. The, the chord progression, all that. It Actually, sounds like a baby face. That so. being said, out of all of them, I kind of like Bobby Fish's. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. I mean, it's a bit generic, but it's got some swagger to it. Because I don't know. I don't know what he's going to end up. I really don't know what he's going to end up doing. Well, I, mean, I know what he, he did after tonight. I know what he's going to do next time. He's going to beat Oni Lorcan. He's going to beat Oni Lorcan. But, I mean, after that, how much of a run? He, I, you, know, you know where I see him? Forming another tag team with somebody else. Yep. That would be the perfect spot for him because I don't see him in a singles capacity at all. And it's not because he's a bad wrestler. This match was a lot of fun. He's a terrific wrestler. I yeah. think just personality wise, I don't know if he's going to click. I just, as a singles guy, I just don't see it. I didn't see it the entire time. In the undisputed era. Granted, he was injured a lot of that time, but it's like, you think of all the moments of personality within the undisputed, era, which really was their thing. It was their chemistry. Well, I will say this in his defense, his best moments were as little kind of asides that he would throw in there. Yeah, sure. That yeah. when he wasn't, he would say these things when he wasn't the focus of mm -hmm. what was going on. You know, he yeah. just have a little, little sides kind of under his breath. And those were always way funnier than whatever his lines were, you know? Yeah. He always had really good subtle things, but that's the problem is that it's always bouncing off of somebody else. Um, which is why I think, I mean, look, he was in a terrific tag team for ages. Uh, Redragon, of course, dra to dragon again, the dragon again, of with course, Kyle yes. O'Reilly. Um, yeah. How can we forget? And so, I don't know, find somebody find somebody for him to tag. Maybe him. he'll start a tag team with Oni Lorcan. You know what it might be? I was thinking that'd be cool. You know what it's probably going to end up being? It's probably just going to end up being Bobby Fish 
going at Oni Lorkin. And he needs the odds to be evened. And guess who's going to show up again? Kyle O'Reilly. Roderick Strong. Oh, that yeah. Roderick Strong. No, Strong. he's getting called up. <laughs> he's getting... He already handed in his resignation. Uh, the, well, he it was a manila folder. We don't really know what was inside of it. Well, I think he said he was done. Uh, Isn't that what he told the Regal? He handed him that that well, that, that envelope, and I think so he said, "I'm done." When Lacey quit the post office, she has like a three year option to come back. All right, maybe he's got a return option. He sees his friend out there. He's like, "Hey, I didn't want the undisputed era to end. I wanted to work it out. Bob Fish wasn't even around. I don't blame him for any of this stuff. I'm gonna go help him out." They would make a terrific. I think they were a terrific tag team while they were weren't weren't they tag champions at one point? Wasn't like almost every. It was never those two. I don't think so. No, it was it was Roddy, Kyle, it was Kyle, Kyle and Roddy, and Cole, yeah. Kyle and then it was Cole. Fish and then Kyle. Fish and then Kyle. But it was never. See, there you go. There's another thing they can say. Hey, it was everybody. Well, there was my camera again. Hey, it was everybody else except us. Boom. And they can bring back the music. But no, I think Cameron Grimes already bought all that. He Did he actually? But was that kayfabe? Okay. He bought the IP. Uh, again, fun match. It's Peter Dunn. Uh, Peter Dune. Sorry. Peter Dune. Going after Bob Fish's uh, surgically repaired triceps throughout the match. Uh, at one point, uh, uh, Dunn hits an arm bar, snaps Bob Fish's fingers. Uh, Fish reverses into an arm bar of his own. And then pretty seamlessly, Dunn escapes and hits a bitter end to get the win. Uh, Oni Lorcan lays into Bobby Fish after the bell, tosses him into the bomb turnbuckle, puts him on the apron, and then stands on his chest and put his puts his other foot on on the wrist of Bobby Fish's again surgically repaired arm Oof. and just stretches the heck out of it. That was nasty. Stretch, stretch. And then Russ come out, break it up. Oni gets one last kick in, and then he and Pete Dunn leave. Not for sure. At that point, uh, Roderick Strong was going to come out. No man, he's going to Maine. <laughs> I, dude, I would love that. I think Fish needs him, though. Fish needs him more. Besides, like, the matches are going to be better in NXT. Roderick Strong should stay there. Uh, so after that, Mercedes Martinez is walking around backstage. She says, did I win my match against Raquel? Nope. Did I learn? Yes. She's about wins and learning. She says, back on the road to the title. And then uh, coming out of the break room is Boa. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I just microwaved some fish and broccoli in here. And, uh, it stinks. It's nasty. Uh, after that, we had a hit row promo. These are always great. Yeah. Uh, Swerve basically says, all eyes are on the NXT title match tonight, but he also calls out Bronson Reed. Top dollar on behalf of him and the Adonis call out Legato and MSK, but then Adonis calls out Kushida. So they're all calling out people. Correct. What's Correct. the what's the girl's name again? Uh, B-Fab. B-Fab. Why isn't she calling out the women's division? She needs to call out the women's division. I don't know. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we get Mercedes Martinez versus Zeta Ramir. Uh, fun match. Uh, Zeta got a little bit offensive at the end, but then it was pretty much all Mercedes the rest of the way. She hits an air raid crash to get the win. Uh, she's about to celebrate. Lights come down. Lights come back up. But the red now. Fog fills the ring. You know it's uh, 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 Tian Shaw. Tian Shaw. Yeah. Lights go back down again. They come back up, and now Mercedes Tron is up. Her music's playing. And she looks at her hand, and there's a mark on it. She's a mark. 
I think that's what commentary said that. They were like, is she the next Mark? And she's trying to like rub it off. You know, oh, she's rubbing off. You know that, uh, uh, you know, it's probably like an in joke with HBK and Triple H. Oh, look, who's the next Mark? Jeez, what's with my camera? Yeah, it's been, it's it's been, been, it's been an issue today. Acting up. Might have to get a new. Uh... Say USB. Well, you know what I could do? I could try. It might be my Elgato. Mm. I could try plugging that into the gaming Elgato thing I've got down there and see if that works. Another day. Anyways. Another day. We're in the middle of something right now. We get a quick shot of Tony Storm. She's chatting up Ted DiBiase. Uh, she leaves. Robert Stone brand walks up. Uh, DiBiase's like, whoa, come no further. Throws a bunch of money in, his, in Robert Stone's face, and he walks away. After that, we had the million-dollar face-off. I like this quite a bit. Grimes comes out. <clears throat> uh, DiBiase comes out. And Grimes goes into, like, a babyface speech. And he says, yeah. uh, he says, Everyone wants to know why I was, I wasn't always rich. I didn't always have this lifestyle. Then I start to flaunt it a bit and you start humiliating me. You start embarrassing me. You know, I know you don't know this, but I've always looked up to you and I saw because of you with money and somehow he delivers us in a baby face manner. I could treat people terribly Ted DiBiase and they would still like me. It's I could get little kids to dribble basketball, kick the ball away and they still like me because I have money. It's true what they say, I guess. Never meet your idols. Yeah. And then DiBiase <laughs> says, I like you. They have more in common, or we have more in common than you think. And he says, maybe I put you through all that all that hell uh, because I see a little bit of myself in you. Uh, DiBiase says he's there because he's looking for the, that one individual that embodies everything the million-dollar man stands for. It's not all about money or humiliating people with money. It's about in-ring performance. Says Grimes delivers in the ring, um, but since Cameron Grimes has become rich, he's lost his focus. Ah, so, oh, okay. Guess who's here now, dummies? Hey, incels, it's LA night. Oh, Ted DiBiase, I hear you talking about your million dollar legacy. Casey didn't realize LA night interrupts, comes down. Yeah, let me talk to you. Walking down this ramp is a man who has Kavorka. It's the perpetual momentum machine of badassery. Yeah, uh, Grimes calls him a nickel and dime. Uh, Knight says, uh, oh, if you're looking at someone to take, if you're looking for dead DB, hey, if you're looking for someone to take your legacy to the next level, oh, there's one name, L.A. Knight. Did his yeah. beard look darker? Something looked different. I didn't different really notice. Him. He had Something. a new jacket, and he had yellow sunglasses. He was yellow. He, he was NXT themed tonight. Yes, he was. So uh, Ted says, uh, I know who you are. I know that you've had a great deal of success. You have a shot becoming a mega star in NXT. But, or he does have a million dollar body and a million dollar mindset. Cameron Grimes says, all right, we get it. You're jacked, but you're no Cameron Grimes. This is a million dollar face off. Get out of my ring or I'll kick your ass to the moon. And Grimes turns to try to resume the face off with DiBiase. Knight grabs him, drops him with his finish. He leaves. Uh, Ted walks to uh, Grimes on the ground, tells Grimes that he just he's just never going to get it. And then Knight and DiBiase walk up the ramp together. I appreciate though the Knight was like, "Huh, you might be a millionaire, and LA Knight's not. He's living a comfortable life." I wish he would have expanded on that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got I, a nice two-story condo. I shot. Do my insurance through the general. They have great rates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a well-appointed Dodge Charger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well it's a 2016. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I got in it when I bought it from CarMax. Yeah, it smelled like a fart. That's okay. Because I'm at LA. 5,000 miles on it, yeah. <laughs> I shop at Dollar Store, yeah. My toilet paper's like sandpaper. That's okay, because I can afford it, because I'm at LA night. Couldn't afford to live in LA. <laughs> uh, we got a quick bit of uh, Frankie Monet getting ready for her match. Uh, and then we see Indy Hartwell looking backstage for Dexter Loomis. Yeah. So Mackenzie's following her, try to get an interview the whole time. She's like, where's Dexter? Where's Dexter? And she walks upon Everrise doing their show. Mm -hmm. And she's and they're like, what are you doing? You're up to the show. And she just says, I'm looking for Dexter. Yeah. And then Martell loses his cool ass if she wants to take a swing at him. She's like, what? What? Because she's like, what show? What show? What show? What, what are you talking about? Sounds like you want to take a swing at me. Yeah. And then Drake Maverick walks in. 
says that uh, Indy's been through enough. Said he saw uh, Dexter in kind of the next room over a while ago. So she goes in there and it's dark. Turns the light on. The wall is covered with all sorts of like broken images heart of heartbreak. Artwork, yeah. Yeah, they're really pushing the tortured artist aspect with this particular scene of Dexter Loomis. Is, De- is Dexter Loomis going to be kind of thing where like for years, like perpetually in NXT, they'll like find ways to make him relevant and we'll always be wondering when the bottom's going to drop out of that one. <laughs> because like it's still working. It's still working. It is. It is. But you always have to think, okay, how far can they really take this? Where can they go with this? Uh, anyways, after that, we had Frankie Monet versus... Uh, uh, Cora Jade. Frankie basically dominated this match. Yeah. Cora uh, got like three moves in, and that was it. Finished with a uh, glam slam. Mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix I like that Beth Phoenix it. saw yeah. that and goes, that looks familiar. Yeah, so that looks familiar. That's great. Uh, after this, hold on. I got to bring up your notes because did you, were you able to catch uh, this verbatim? No, I was not. Okay. Um, Still, your notes are probably I, better than mine. Maybe. That's like, a so it's kind of all blended together. I didn't, I didn't make note of who said what. No, that's fine. Yeah, I did. I did the same thing. Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, Starts out with Gibson. He he has a first. Line yeah, he's got the bit. first bit, but he's just gonna. I'm gonna do this as if it's all him. Okay. I'm just gonna read your notes verbatim. Uh, all right. It says this. Grizzle Jung Veterans promo says last week was nothing personal. So before Champ and Thatcher get carried away, they didn't come to us for petty rivalries. They came oh, for us. We didn't come to U.S. for petty. We rivalries. didn't come to U.S. for petty rivalries. They came for tag titles. We're done with them. And then it's they being grizzled young veterans. I'm just gonna keep on saying this. Yeah, I'm just gonna this is verbatim. All right, fine. GYV says they're watching. They are the champs of this division. No, they are the champs this division needs. Not Champa slash Thatcher or Legato. Dash dash. They'll. S- Soon be recognized as tag champs. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we get a quick Bronson Reed video package, and then this was great. We get an Imperium video where Walter again is lecturing. But you know those workout mirrors they've been uh, advertising on TV. Mm-hmm. It looked like Walter is inside one of those. I thought, <laughs> yes, it does. I thought they were running with the hologram. I swear, if I didn't see the edges of the screen, I was like. Wait a second. Are they going with Walter Hologram? Because it, it hella looked like one. It did, because you could barely notice that. Because, uh, yeah, th- they're watching the TV because the rest of the room was completely dark. You could barely. Yeah, it was all in a dark room. You could and, like, barely make it out. And filter on Walter's voice to kind of uh, uh, grain it up a little bit. Yeah. His yeah. audio wasn't clean. Yeah. And like because they were filming a screen, his picture was not all that clear. It looked kind of hologrammy. It did. It was like there was, uh, yeah, it looked like there was distance between the surface of what they were watching and where Walter actually was, which is why I thought it was the person inside the mirror. Yeah, the it's mirrors. not. It's not Peloton. Peloton is the. Uh, oh, it's the other one. Gosh, what's it called? The workout mm. mirror. Peloton's the bike. That's the bike. There's the other one, and I know somebody here in chat it's on will the tip get of my it. tongue too. Yeah, it was awesome. Those it, it was fantastic. So basically, yeah. he says, you know, uh, uh, he says, hey. Get your shit together. Alexander Wolf was a weakness, and uh, you got to start somewhere. So take out Breezango because they took your tag titles. They're um, showmen, and you are wrestlers. The, uh, the the mat is sacred. Tonal, thank you, Tonal. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, Walter was stuck. Could in you, the tonal. Matt? God, how great would it be if Walter was doing your Tonal? You get those oh, tone, but it's a Walter Tonal. Be great. Hey, look at you. You flabby. Yeah. More jumping jacks. More jumping jacks. And it's just on a loop. More jumping jacks. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes of jumping jacks. Now it's time for burpees. But then you get on your pel- your Peloton and he shows up there too. Hey, you need to you need to move faster on your bike now. Yeah. 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 After that, we got a Bronson Reed promo. He talks about it took 14 years for him to get there. It was an easy road. Uh, he had to fall down and get back up. Proved uh, he had a lot of doubters along the way. Uh, a lot of people told him that, that told him no. North American titles proof you don't take no for an answer. You work hard, you grind it out, you become champ. Uh, he says whoever's going to try to take a shot and get this belt off me, uh, you got a colossal mountain to climb. This brings out. I was very happy to see this Legado del Fantasma. I know. I was so happy to see this too. 
This is great. So they give Reed an ovation on the floor. Says he's got some. He says you've got a telenovela story going there. Brought tears to our eyes, and they get out tissues, and they like throw the tissues in heel fashion. Great. It was great. Uh, He says, "I gotta say though, I can't relate to anything that you said. I was born a champion, el campeón. I was even born." He says, "I wasn't even born to belong to this business. This business belongs to me." After your victory, something caught my eye, and it wasn't your colossal mass. The North American title. He says, I am the emperor of Lucha Libre. I see the North American title, and I see USA and Mexico. And then Joaquin Wilde comes to me and he says, what about Canada? He says, Canada doesn't count. I thought we agreed on that. He says, North America represents Mexico, which means that belongs to me. He says, you're celebrating. And then he does an Australian accent. He says, your celebration is over, mate. He says, I'm going to do what I do best, take what's mine. And then uh, when they start to approach uh, uh, Reed, MSK make the save and run yep. off Legato. Yep. Very excited to see uh, Santos get into that North American title picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Uh, we get a quick announcement from William Regal. Uh, <clears throat> next week, there'll be a triple threat match to determine a new number one contender yeah. for the NXT title. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano. John. A uh, winner of that match takes on Cross at TakeOver. It's going to be Gargano. Kyle O'Reilly, Gargano, and who? Pete Dunne. It's going to be Gargano. Pete Dunne. That's why they spent all that time with Gargano and Austin Theory uh, dealing with uh, Karrion Cross a couple weeks back. It's going to be Gargano. Let me ask you first. Who is more likely to be a dispatchable short-term story? Gargano. Not Pete They're Dunne? building up. Kyle, they no. want it to be Kyle to be the guy to take it off him. Well, they, I think kind of parallel, they're building up Kyle and Pete Dunn as contenders. It ain't going to be, but by the way, it ain't going to be any of these guys. That takes the title off him, it's going to be Bronson Reed. It's going to be Bronson Reed. I mean, that dude, he is going to be, especially, like, I don't know, if, I don't know, I mean, yeah, at takeovers, I guess, at takeovers. He is going to be built up to be a massive baby face. And I think it's going to be him. I just wonder if they're going to wait for Gargano a little bit, but I guess not, huh? I guess Pete Dunne could be occupied with Fish. They're probably going to run back Cole and what's-his-face? O'Reilly, yeah. O'Reilly. So, yeah, it's, you're probably, yeah. it's probably going to be Gargano. It's 100% going to be Gargano. Yeah. All the confidence points, Gargano wins this match. All of them. Uh, also, next week, MSK versus Legato for the tag title. So, that would be a good episode. Strong episode of NXT. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we got our main event. Then we got our main event. Like, we kind of went through this, including the finish. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. A little bit. I mean, the base, yeah, it Terrific was really good. Match. basic story was they were kind of working over each other's midsection ribs, lower back. Uh, there was that one bit where Finn got booted right in the lower back. He welts up. Like, there's one person I can think of off the top of my head that welts, welts up better than him. Seamus. Two people, Daniel Bryan as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys welt up really well. Balor's up there, though. That guy, he wears his matches. You can pretty much see Cross's footprint in his yeah, lower back. You, you totally could. And he got bent like in the corner like this. It's uh Yeah, it looked it looked really nasty. That uh nasty. the second, I think he gave him so a little bit later on. Uh so it was uh let's see here. Uh, so cross slam Balor back first into the barricade glass comes back in a power bomb attempt, but Balor hits a DDT to counter. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then a sling blade, a lariat to the outside, a tope to cross on the outside. That's when Cross does the no sell. Mm-hmm. Then he puts Balor through the table uh, or on top of the table. Back inside, Balor gets some offense and goes for a coup, a coup de gras. Cross evades a German suplex, and then the probably the ugliest Saito suplex. Oh, that oh, looked nasty. Like that was yeah. the worst one. They're always kind of ugly. Sarays are really ugly too. And when I say ugly, it just means like it sucks. It looks like it, you, you, whoever takes it is getting jacked up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he does that. He goes for the forearm, but Balor counters with a roll-up. Balor gets a submission. Cross mounts his back. Balor gets out of that. Mounts Cross his back. Some ground and pound. And then uh, the ref took Balor off him. Which I don't get. I do, didn't do get you, that either. Did he think Cross was out? At that point, you ring the bell. If you think the guy's out, that's the match. I know. Um, but yeah, I was like, wait a second. If he can't that defend was, himself, I was like, okay, was, I know in MMA, like that's the match. Yeah, that was confusing why the ref separated him. I didn't get that. I didn't yeah. get that at all. So uh, Balor locked in his own choke, clutch type thing. Uh, he got uh, crossing a triangle, uh, and that's when the ref was like checking Cross's hand. That was really good. And then, well, he checked it because these days they just do the one. And yeah. then as he's like going to bring it back, Cross holds on to him, uh, which is really good. He power or he uh, he powers up. Power bombs Balor off him. Balor gets up. They fit, have a really great face off. Oh yeah, Fid totally no sells that power bomb. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Cross gives him a clothesline, a forearm to the back, and then again stomps Balor's head a bunch. Cross jacket. Balor passes out, and Cross gets the win. So yeah, just mm-hmm. a really terrific match. I don't know why I only it was gave really this three and three quarters. That should have been that was a four star match. That was a four star match. That was good. I'm yeah. happy to see you finally come around to carrying Cross. I'm happy to see Karrion Cross has finally come across to wrestling that I can get on board with. That's the key. I don't out now just don't like people for no reason. I always have a reason. I always have a reason. Whether it's legit or not, it's up. It's subjective at that point. Whether it makes sense to anybody else. <laughs> subjective. Uh, we answer some questions, yeah? Absolutely. All right. Uh, Bong hits all day with a sub. Thank you so much. Uh, Broken Wheelchair is asking, is there a place we can watch you guys on Quizzlemania? Parts uh, fun known. Parts fun known. Starts 1 p.m. Pacific. Let's see if the, they might have already uploaded the uh, the link. Yeah, drop the link here in chat. Could be. Here it Could is. Be. Wow, two people are waiting there. <laughs> wow. With bated breath. There it is. You can set your reminders right there. The link is in chat. There you go, Steve. Put the link in chat. Yoshable Perpetual Motion Machine of Badassery might be my favorite line of the year. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. L.A. Knight just goes out there and thinks of stuff that's going to make him laugh. Exactly. That's why it's great. Um, Fear and Loathing says, you need a reason to dislike Cross. Look at some of his IG follows. I get it. I know. Honestly, there's tons of wrestlers out there. I just try to separate that stuff as long as as long as it doesn't really as long as if I if if they make it so obvious that like I don't have to do any research I don't have to like go digging for stuff it is what it is you know I'm not going to be on board with everybody's politics and, and and their way of thinking you know I mean if you're out there like Jake Wirtz then yeah I'm going to have a problem with that I'm going to be like no, I don't want to see that guy on my TV so anyways Anyways, Gareth uh, says if uh, Grizzlies on veterans win the titles, how do they incorporate soon into the promos? Soon to be recognized as the greatest tag team in NXT. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Rob Conway guy. Oh. When do you think NXT slash WWE will finally pull the trigger on Tony Storm? Feels like she's constantly just waiting around when she could be at the level of the four horsewomen. Thanks, guys. Hey, let me ask you this, because this is sort of tangentially related. Uh-huh. What do you prefer? Because I think seeing the landscape now, I kind of know what I prefer, even though it doesn't really make sense. A dominant champion who you know, basically nobody in the division right now is going to topple them. Or more parody, where let's say there was no cross. And it was Kyle O'Reilly as NXT champion. And you have Gargano and uh, Cole and Reed. A bunch of people who could potentially take the title Pete off. Pete Dunn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete Dunn. Uh, at the same time, over in the women's division, you have Raquel Gonzalez. And it's like, she's dominant. Nobody's going to take her down anytime soon. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if maybe to eliminate the idea of to give her a more interesting story, to give her some vulnerability, 
have Dakota Kai take it off her and you have sort of maybe a Champa Gargano thing where it's like, yeah. oh, there's a little bit back and forth there. Dakota Kai knows her better than anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she has the emotional advantage as well. But as it stands now, I don't see anybody taking that title off Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, same. Which do you prefer? What do you think is stronger? I mean, honestly, I prefer whatever tells the best stories is what I prefer. I don't think I have a preference per se. I like parody because I like the idea that anybody on any given night could pick up a championship. I think that adds excitement. That's sort of, um, that's sort of, I mean, that's sort of all things being equal. That's kind of, I mean, yeah. if you look at the tag division, it's like, man, in NXT, it's not a huge tag division, but it's like whenever they have a match, I have no idea. I really don't. I'll, I'll, I'll say this is regarding parody. One of the most exciting aspects of the Attitude Era was you had, you know, on Raw, conceivably probably six people mm-hmm. yeah. who could be champion yeah. easily, maybe yeah. more, you know, and that's exciting because you have matchups in a, you know, like for a reign like Karrion Cross or like Roman on SmackDown, you know, whoever they're putting in front of him now is not going to win mm-hmm. no matter how great the match is mm-hmm, yeah. in that. And that eliminates a bit of the drama from the match. And sure. I like drama. I like I like I like the drama of, of, of storytelling in the ring. Mm-hmm. And yeah. part of that is you got to have some doubt as to who's going to win. Yeah, I mean Raw is terrible, but and some you know it, I don't even like that. It sometimes sort of the the negative version of that is, well, how much faith do they really have in Bobby Lashley? You know, as opposed to hey, are they going to try to tell a really good story? Like sometimes I get, you know, you, you go into that area where it's like, okay, is this guy really going to keep the title? Because like, I don't, he doesn't seem like a guy that Vince would like. And that's, that's stuff that like, I don't, I hate when my brain goes there, but given what we do, it goes there. It happens. Yeah. Like in a really good story, it's like, man, anything can happen on any given night. And that's when it's at its best. And so Mm -hmm. I think in that respect, even though right now, one of my favorite stories is the Roman Reigns head of the table stuff, but so much that relies on. Stuff that isn't even related to the title, like the Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso wrinkle. It's the interpersonal dynamics and the personalities involved. Totally. Yeah. But then, yeah. of course, it's also Roman looking straight in the camera on a close up and saying, My special counsel gets to celebrate me <laughs> with a big smile on his face. What's a special, unique surprise? <laughs> so good. <laughs> what a unique surprise. Um, uh, so, yeah, Rob Conway, getting back to Rob Conway, guys, question. Yeah. You think uh, WWE is going to give Tony Storm any sort of big push? Oh, eventually, I think so. Yeah, I think right now they have they have uh, Raquel with the belt. I'm assuming they have plans for her, um, and they'll see that story through. Uh, maybe Tony Storm will be involved in the title picture once that story with Raquel is done. Um, I think Tony is still pretty young. I think she's in her mid twenties. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Um, um, yeah, she's I, got time. She's super talented ever since she's turned heel. I think from uh, the promo perspective, she's been great. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't have any doubt that eventually they'll give her a push. I think I think they're gonna get to. I think that they are going to try their damnedest to tell a Gargano Champa story with Raquel and Dakota Kai, with some great twists and turns. Dakota's gonna get that title. Um. And it's going to come off as believable because of what, how well she knows Raquel. It's going to turn Raquel babyface, and then you can line up the heels at that point. Um. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. And and I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if at that point, Tony Storm, if they would actually, you know, pull the trigger on a title run with her. It wouldn't also shock me if Raquel Gonzalez went up to Maine sooner than later. I don't know if I'd lie. I mean, if she goes, I don't, I don't know how I feel about her on main roster though. You know, I mean, given what they've done with Nia Jax with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Um, I mean, she could have a Bianca run, but the odds aren't great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, night by night, you recently decided to spice up your living room with a fresh coat of paint. You'd probably do it yourself, but you know, the project would be easier and more fun with a friend 
What NXT superstar do you ask help you move furniture, tape off the trim, and paint the room? Okay, move furniture is going to be Braun Strowman. No, I think it's just one. One. One, one guy does everything? And it's an NXT, it has to be an NXT superstar. Bronson Reed. I feel like he can do all that stuff. Yeah. Definitely move furniture. He seems like a good dude, too. You know, so he's like a good conversation guy. with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, uninvited ghost. There was no Cal Jack on AEW this week either. On another note, what are each of your uh, favorite swears and break a leg tomorrow? Oh, my favorite swear is just fuck. It sounds great. It's a wonderful word. It's very versatile. It's very versatile. Yeah, agreed. Uh, let's see here. Do you want uh, Wolfpack for Life? Do you want The Fiend in NXT to revisit the feud against Balor? Eh, not really. Not because Balor's on, he, he's not going to be in NXT much longer. And plus, I mean, just The Fiend in NXT. I'm not huge on that idea. No, agreed. Uh, White Brownie along with Finn. What other NXT talent can you see debuting on main? EO, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe EO. Well, EO, I think, is on vacation right now. Oh. I think she tweeted that or something. Gotcha. Taking some time off. Um, it's funny because I actually like Tony Storm's chances on main roster better than Raquel Gonzalez's right now. Interesting. I think that she's got a personality for a really solid singles run there as opposed to just throwing her in a tag team. That could be. Alex, uh, sorry, Alex Foster. Do you guys think Cross will vacate the belt just when he decides he's done everything? Uh, I hope not. I really hope not. I think they're going to build Reed into a believable challenger for him when they're ready for Cross to go to main roster. Yeah. Yep. Fear and loathing. 80s Vince McMahon would have hated the million dollar man's bland suit and pay less sneakers. <laughs> Uh, they're probably comfortable though. Uh, let's see here. Uh, David Matushik, how much exposure should Todd Pettengill get in, in your house? He should host. He should be the everything. He should be hosting the yeah. entire thing. Do a little segments between <laughs> matches, all that. Uh, Nikhil, so since I'm in a new day, can I get a happy 24th birthday? Uh, from Zach Gibson and Ice Cream Man. Good luck to you, friendos. At Quizzlemania, you got this. Happy 24th birthday, you absolute unit. Soon to be on the road to 25, where you'll still be a unit. And then what? Ice Cream Man. Happy birthday to you. That's it. That's it. That's it. What would you like for your birthday? A bag of Fritos? All my ice cream melted. So you can take a dive in my ice cream soup. Joe Juarez, Steve has backstabbed Larson tomorrow. This leads to war between the two. Which wrestlers, which five wrestlers would you each pick to lead your army, Steve? You get NXT. I get AEW. Uh, Cross, Reed, Gargano, Cole. Raquel. Shotzi number. I just threw out a bunch of names. I think that's more than five, in fact. Oh, I get five? It's only five? Yeah, yeah only five. All right. Um, swap out Gargano for Champa. And then take out... Um, uh, who did I say again? I don't remember. Oh, like you're Cross, right Cole, Reed... Ember Shotzi. That's five right there. Okay, that's it. That's it. All right. No, take out uh take out Shotzi, put in Raquel. Okay. I got Kenny, the Young Bucks, Miro, uh Hikaru Shida, mm. and Nyla Rose. I think I win. Oh, great. Uh let's see here. Uh, <laughs> would you like sprinkles for your birthday in my ice cream soup? 
Here's a bowl of ice cream soup. 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 Uh, did you get Miro? Garnish with sprinkles. Yeah, I, I got Miro. Right. Of course I got Miro. Good job. You lose. Uh, let's no see here. Uninvited ghost says I win, so there right. we go. Well, there you go. There. well, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna leave on that win. Hopefully, you'll carry that win into tomorrow's Quizzlemania. Dude, we, I already got two wins today. We won that poll. I won this. A couple more, and we're good. I got. One more big win is all we need. All right. <laughs> LX is my five Christians. <laughs> Christian, 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 Christian. All right. Thanks, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.